0: So, as I said, I decided to take this podcast in the direction of liberating people, not just women, and not just women's issues, because maybe this dividing of ourselves is what's the root of the polarization. We do need to come together somehow. And um, so... I'm going to try an experiment and I'm going to offer advice to the candidates that I plan to vote for, mainly Biden and Harris. And maybe a little advice for those of us in the resistance, because I want to light a fire under all of us, because we need to be ready for the fight that is coming in November. So stay tuned and subscribe and support this podcast because it's cheaper than sending me money. As I said, I thought the focus was gonna be on women's issues and the patriarchy, and we do need to talk about those things, but not full time. Um, This is the age of COVID-19, a pandemic that was predicted for a long time, but nobody except the Obama administration did anything about it. And what was done by the Obama administration was thrown out by Trump. Trump is ridiculous and this is not sustainable, people. We've got to vote him out. And he's not going to leave when we do, but we've got to figure this out. We've got to get him out of here and not let him destroy us. I, in the upcoming episodes, I want to make an attempt at converting some white supremacists because I know you guys, but that's not the focus for today. Tune in for the next episodes. I'll get to it. Every day I think there's nothing more horrible that that orange sphincter could do or say that is the limit. But last week he actually said openly, he and Bill Barr are openly sending dog whistles out that their voters should vote twice or try to vote twice. And they're meddling with the election right in front of our eyes. And they accuse us of doing this. They accused us of committing fraud. Anybody who's a progressive, do not commit fraud when you vote, but for God's sake, vote. Seriously. My 79-year-old mother, straight-laced, white, suburban, Midwestern woman, is freaking out. It looks like if Trump wins, he and McConnell are going to shut off Social Security. If that happens, my mother and I are screwed. We live on Social Security. And now, thanks to Bob Woodward and the tapes he made of the interviews he had with Trump, with Trump's knowledge, we're finding out a whole bunch more shit, if that's possible. I've known this thing was a disaster for a long time, but I did not predict it would get this bad. And I was freaking out on election night. Let me just state plainly, as I said, I think a few minutes ago, I'm voting for Biden-Harris and I'm gonna do my damnedest to help people understand how important their vote is. I've talked to so many people, mostly young, but not all young, who are poor, who are struggling, who are living hand to mouth, who are jumping through all kinds of hoops just to survive and live, who can't vote because their identification is out of date, or not current, or they have like petty warrants for speeding that they didn't pay. And I've even offered a couple people to help them with their fees so they can get current identification. Cause one woman that I talked to, I used to give her rides to work. She just wanted to get her her ID updated so she could get a better job. She hated where she was working. She was a waitress, but she wouldn't take my help. And I tried to present it as not help, but that it was a group I was part of and it was, it was a little depressing, quite honestly, to reach out to somebody to help them better their lives and they won't do it. And that poor woman, she, was, she suffered severe depression and then she lost her son to an overdose. And that was about the last time I saw her last January. She was going to one of the Carolinas for his memorial service. Somebody was paying for her to go, somebody who had money, because she didn't have any. I mean, she worked as a waitress at a real crappy restaurant where she couldn't have been making maybe $1,500 a month and had a bunch of kids in high school all the way down to four or five years old. And the one she lost was her oldest. I think she had five kids. Anyway, so here's my advice for the campaign. I need surrogates like Amy Klobuchar to stop saying things like, I think Minnesota is going to vote. Don't say I think, say Minnesota is. Be serious, be the prosecutor that you are, the lawyer that you are. Don't try to be, I don't know what it is. I can't put my, I can't articulate it very well, but all the democratic women, with the exception of people like Ocasio-Cortez, put on a shtick trying to be appealing and not offensive to people they're worried about offending. I guess mostly white men. The patriarchy, uh, I get it. She's a Midwesterner, I'm a Midwesterner. We don't like bragging and we don't like people who brag, but we've got to speak with more confidence and not all this, I believe, and it appears. And even with journalists, I feel like there's a they could be more definitive in things they say. Can't think of a specific instance. I'm tired of all these journalists acting like they're so shocked by what Trump does. At this point, I wish they'd start talking more about Biden and less about Trump. Like I say, I heard Amy Klobuchar on probably MSNBC, as a matter of fact, I know it was MSNBC, talking up the Biden campaign, but it just wasn't, it didn't light me up. It didn't light a fire under me. It's just too fuzzy and vague and... The Biden campaign, the talk over the last 24 hours is they're not reaching out to the Latino community. And they're getting a little defensive. I saw Simone Sanders on either CNN or MSNBC. I think it was a clip. Actually, I saw it on my computer. I didn't, it wasn't on TV. She was like, well, they are, and they are, but they're not. They're not reaching out to Latinos and poor people the way they should be. And everybody, all the Biden people were upset with Bernie for criticizing him. And there's like, there's such a thing as a phone. Well, according to the Washington Post, Sanders is in touch with the Biden campaign. And I would not be hard pressed to believe that the Biden campaign might be a tiny bit tone deaf or not listening to Sanders. And they have to be careful. They can't go full on socialist. I mean, I supported Sanders. I like his policies. The reason the policies won't work is because half of the country will not go for it and will be Fighting over it rather than getting it done. If we could, can, if we could win the hearts and minds of at least some on the right, just for the sake of survival, people. And we are. It's not the right people. It's not the people right of center that I'm really worried about. They, I think, are going to come out for Biden in droves in the last minute. At least they need to. It's poor people and. As a matter of fact the poor people's campaign the co-founder or co-chair is reverend william barber and i saw him on msnbc this maybe it was yesterday morning talking about this um, seminar he was having to educate poor people on how to vote and their voting rights and their rights in general but i never heard them say when it was going to be on or what platform to look for it on i even went and looked looked it up and it brought up the clip I saw but it didn't bring up any information about the program the poor people's campaign program and I did a little research I dived a little deeper and found it Um, it said Joe Biden spoke at it at the virtual convention I've got to say poor people very often don't have laptops or internet so, I'm not sure how an, an online seminar or convention is going to reach as many poor people as we need to reach. I will say this about Dr. Barber. I'm thankful for what he's doing. It's exactly what I'd like to be doing, and I am attempting to do with this podcast, but again, how to reach poor people that don't have internet and laptops and devices to do this research on, is a question we need to answer. And the part you just heard of this podcast was recorded over the last couple of days. Today is September 15th. Happy birthday to my grandson, by the way, who's 15 today. I um, watched an interview with a woman whose name is Dr. Chris Purnell. She was talking to Brianna, um, I forget the CNN anchor's last name off the top of my head. It was this morning, and she is a vaccine trial participant and lost her father to COVID. Um, Very well-spoken, articulate woman. She was talking about how Trump saying science doesn't know, and all these crazy things he says, quote-unquote, is not helpful. Uh, What country have you been living in if you don't understand that Trump doesn't care about being helpful? He doesn't care about being rational. All he cares about is himself. And I want to hear people say that without all the, the advanced degree language. I'd like to hear just one of these experts, doctors, pundits say plainly, Trump lies and all he's interested in is himself. Stop talking about him like he's going to suddenly become rational if he hears this enough. He's going to do exactly the opposite of what is rational and what is good for the country. Trump has never cared about anything but himself. So, I'm going to end this for today. It's just a little over 10 minutes. I'm going to keep them short and sweet for now anyway. We'll see what happens. We'll see if anybody listens. And again, please subscribe and support this podcast. If you have any stories or comments or feedback, feel free to leave a message here on the Anchor app. The Anchor app is real handy, completely free, and you can earn money on it. So far, I haven't heard a lot, but I haven't really been working at it that hard so we'll see what happens if i can finally do this with consistency this has been kim bob the roaring person and thanks again for listening